0: Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 2359. As a W-2 employee, you pay the highest taxes by Chris Odegaard of The ProlificInvestor.net, And I'm your host and personal finance enthusiast, Diana Merriam. Welcome to Optimal Finance Daily the show where I read to you from some of the best money and personal finance blogs on the web each and every day of the week. So let's hear today's post and start optimizing your life. As a W-2 employee, you pay the highest taxes by Chris Odegaard of the theprolificinvestor.net. Did you know that as a W-2 employee, you pay the highest taxes, higher than businesses and investors. The reasons for this and the overall misunderstanding of the tax system played out in a recent Facebook discussion. Unbeknownst to me, a discussion was taking place on Facebook recently between some friends of mine about a news article naming 91 companies that paid no federal taxes in 2018. A comment by one person was that he wished he could buy legislation whereby he could pay no federal taxes. Another comment was that you have to have a high-paid CPA in order to avoid taxes. That's when one friend tagged me and asked what I thought about all this. Naturally, I was very happy to jump in as taxes, particularly the legal avoidance of them, are one of my favorite subjects. My comments were something along these lines. Thanks for including me in this conversation. Taxes are one of my favorite subjects and are very misunderstood by most people. The government uses tax laws to reward activity that stimulates the economy. If you want to pay less taxes, you just have to do the type of activity the tax laws reward. And you don't have to be rich or have a high-paid accountant to do this. The best tax moves I've made in my investing career came from me through my study of the tax law and from networking with other successful business people and investors. If a person earns his income in the form of a W-2, he pays the highest taxes because he's primarily a consumer and doesn't stimulate the economy or create jobs like businesses and investors. Any W-2 person can have a business or be a professional investor. What's needed is financial education, which is readily available in books, seminars, classes, and podcasts. If you wanna reduce your taxes, start by reading Tax-Free Wealth, How to Build Massive Wealth by Permanently Lowering Your Taxes by Tom Wheelwright. Tom is often referred to as the smartest tax guy in the country. One of the best ways to illustrate the difference between how the IRS taxes employees versus businesses and investors is to look at when in the business cycle they're taxed and on what type of income. W-2 employees are taxed on their gross income first. The IRS gets a portion of your income before you do. If you're a business or a properly structured investor, you pay taxes on your income after expenses and pay the IRS quarterly you actually get the use of your money before the IRS. Let's do the math. To simplify the example, I've made some assumptions. Gross monthly income, $10,000. Monthly expenses, $5,400. Income tax rate, 32%. The W-2 employee. The W-2 employee has it the worst. Before he even gets paid, the IRS has taken its share of taxes, $3,200 from his gross pay of $10,000. Then the employee gets to pay his living expenses, $5,440, with the money that's left over, and maybe save a little, $1,360. In reality, employees do get limited deductions as defined by the IRS, but they in no way represent the same level of deductions that businesses get. The business or investor. Businesses and investors have it much better. They receive the same monthly income, $10,000, but before paying taxes, they get to subtract their business expenses, $5,440. Only then do they get taxed $1,459 on their after expense income of $4,560. In reality, most businesses are taxed at a lower rate than employees. The bottom line, employees pay taxes on their gross income. Businesses and investors pay taxes on their net income. The employee paid $3,200 in taxes. The business or investor paid $1,459 in taxes. The employee was taxed at 32% of his gross income. And the business or investor was taxed at 14.59% of its gross income. In summary, businesses and investors stimulate the economy by providing housing, jobs, and energy and they get rewarded for doing what the government wants. Employees are primarily consumers and are heavily taxed. As Tom Wheelwright says, quote, if you want to change your tax, change your facts." end quote. If you're an employee, you might make more money as an independent contractor. Ask your employer about changing your status. With your investments, invest as a business. Instead of investing in your personal name, John Smith, invest as John Smith Inc., or John Smith, LLC. When you invest through a properly structured entity, your investment income gets the same tax treatment as a business. Start a part-time business. You don't have to quit your day job, but to reduce taxes, you need to start shifting your income from the personal side to the business or investment side. You just listened to the post titled, As a W-2 employee, you pay the highest taxes And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash OFD. That's monarchmone ycom slash OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. I love that this article came up today because I was just explaining this week on a podcast interview how much I benefit tax-wise from being self-employed and owning my own business. Even though my business, The Economy Conference, doesn't provide for my livelihood and I've never taken any money out of the business, that doesn't mean I'm not benefiting financially. Because this business is built around my interest in personal finance, so many things that I wanna do with my time are now business expenses. Every conference I go to is now a business expense because I'm an event producer. So I'm doing research and I meet so many of my speakers, partners, and sponsors at other events. Every time I buy a personal finance book, it's a business expense. When I buy snacks to contribute to a local FI meetup, that's a business expense because I'm networking. The computer I'm typing these words into and my phone and my internet and my health insurance, all business expenses. The tax code favors business owners, and I wasn't able to deduct so many of the things I can now when I was a W-2 employee. All of these expenses bring down my taxable income, and if it sounds like I'm somehow cheating the system, my CPA can assure you that I'm not. Every single thing I claim as a business expense is backed up by a receipt, and I can justify the business purpose. I'm a huge fan of graduating beyond W-2 employment, Do it for a period of time to learn important skills, build your network and become financially stable enough to take a risk and then switch to self-employment and enjoy more time, freedom and tax benefits. That should do it for today. Thank you for being a subscriber to the show. Have a great rest of your day and I'll see you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.